This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Misfits and siblings, Merry Christmas. Welcome to the first time in, I don't know, probably about three years, I guess, the Christmas Eve episode of the PTB Weekend Special, or the NWA Saturday Special, because over the last few years, we probably didn't do an episode on this day for, you know, obviously holiday purposes. But the way that the um, holiday schedule laid out, we figured it actually worked out that there'd be a nice, you know, Christmas Eve morning podcast for everyone to listen to as they're getting ready for the next couple of days. All you Italians out there cooking all the fish today. Uh, so uh, here we are. We're giving you a little little entertainment. I am, of course, Scott Criscolo. And joining me, one of the few guineas I know that fucking hate fish, the doctor, Dr. G. Georgia Blino, who's having no fish today. Well, no, I. your wife told me you're having crab cakes. She's going to shove it in your fucking mouth. You better eat it. The pleasure is all yours. And I don't hate all seafood. The pleasure is all the crab cake. <laughs> I don't hate all seafood. I got sick on some when I was a kid. So I had a hard time. But I do like shellfish. So I got sick on tequila. And I don't think it. Actually, no, I, I didn't get sick on tequila. Uh, I smelled the combination of tequila and puke from my brother uh, back Boone's in. Farm. Boone's Farm, you got sick on. Boone's Farm, I puked. Yes. I don't know if I could ever drink that again. But then again, I'm not 22 anymore like I was when I threw it up. So, <laughs> all right. Doctor, always a pleasure. It is Christmas Eve. If you Merry observe. Christmas. Merry Christmas for those who do observe. Um, we will be back next Sunday as well for a New Year's Eve episode of the PTB Weekend Special. We'll probably do a – we'll do an update. Uh, they're, I guess they're doing a Christmas episode of uh, Power this coming Tuesday. Um, you and I will have a little chat next New Year's Eve about – or next uh, Sunday, about uh, 2023 in wrestling. I'll have give you a chance to talk about it because that following Friday, January 5th, will be uh, the special year-in-review episode of Place Be Nation's main event, where myself and whoever's on, I'm guessing Steve Willie, whoever else wants to join us, will talk about 2023, the year in professional wrestling. But you and I will talk about it uh, a couple days, a few days earlier, on next Sunday morning's uh, premiere of the final episode of 2023 of the ptb weekend special um but we will tonight talk about this past tuesday's episode of power it was the second episode from robarts arena in sarasota they they had a hot crowd again they just had three matches all of them were fairly important in their own special way and uh then we will give you the full updated card for nwa paranoia which is the big show uh i guess sponsored by the cw from Fort Lauderdale on Saturday night, January 13th. It is not live. It is being taped. Uh, I think all of professional wrestling's attention will be on TNA that night uh, because that night, uh, January 13th, will be their Hard to Kill pay-per-view, which will be the first show of the TNA reboot. And uh, you and I maybe will watch that show. Maybe. Or we'll watch it the next day. And maybe we'll do a little recap with it. We'll see. I'm kind of excited about the TNA reboot, Dr. G. I feel like it's yeah, something I mean, exciting always, and special, you know? 
I think most people kind of refer to it always as TNA anyway, so I think it was a good move. I agree. And apparently they're having a huge uh, return. Big signing. Or big something. Somebody's going to make a big appearance that night in Las Vegas. That's where the show's going to be. And uh, there are a few... uh, there are a few uh, uh, matches, I think, signed. We'll take a look at them in a minute. In a minute. No, um, I think it might be Kurt Angle. You know, he's not what's actually not a bad theory. That's actually not a bad theory, Doctor. Of I mean, course, I was, he can't go anymore. I mean, if you've seen recently, oh my gosh, he looks like half the person. But yeah, no, I don't think he could wrestle anymore. But right, I could but easily to... see him. I could easily see him as a. Uh, you know, an authority figure or whatever. Yeah. That's, I think that would be great, but I don't think you're wrong. I like that. I like that. Uh, I like that option. Um, I don't think it's, I mean, I'm thinking of all the free agents. I don't think it's Okada. Um, he's doing some matches for them anyway, but Okada's going to sign with one of the big two. So I don't think, I don't think it's him. Um, I'm thinking of some of the other, uh, free agents. I don't think it's Dolph Ziegler or Nick Nemeth or whatever. I don't think it's him. He's going to, he thinks, I'm sure he thinks he can command more money. It's somebody who, um, either it's a returning TNA legend, or it's somebody that's a free agent that could use a boost. Maybe they'll sign like a one-year deal with TNA to kind of get themselves a little bit higher, and then maybe a year from now they will um, they'll return to whether you know, or they'll go to WWE or to AEW. I'm thinking it could be. Mercedes Monet, the former Sasha Banks. Because she's her, she says she's not, uh, she will not be dealing. She's not, the talks broke down with AEW. And um, I don't know if she's going to immediately sign with, with uh, WWE. I feel like they're already, the only reason I would think so is obviously, you know, doctor about the big injury to Charlotte. Um, she blew out her knee, so she's gone probably till the end of August into September. She's probably gone for the next eight to nine months, so she will not be at the Rumble, she will not be at WrestleMania, and she will probably not be at SummerSlam, whenever that is. So uh, maybe they sign they sign the former Sasha Banks as perhaps a, not a fill, but because they need another star because Charlotte's gone. My personal opinion is I think after WrestleMania, they should start really working Jade Cargill in. They signed her away from AEW, and and I know kind of Triple H kind of threw uh, AEW under the bus for their lackluster training, although Cody was part of that training. But <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, it's a different situation. Obviously, uh, we'll, we'll, we will do some t- – we are going to do NWA because obviously – the other big free agent, women, women's wise, is uh, Camille. Um, she's done. Um, you could tell she's done based on one of the match results from this past Tuesday on Power. Um, that she's starting to do what you spoke, what you're supposed to do when you're leaving a territory. So why don't we do a quick uh, walkthrough of this past Tuesday's Power? It was the second show taped from the Robarts Arena in Sarasota. Hey, uh, you said it right. I did. Well, I'm looking right at cage match, so I can't fuck it up. <laughs> Um, uh, your, your broadcast team, um, Joe Galley, Tim Storm, and what do they call him? The deal machine, Danny deals who, who really is fucking, he needs a shower. I mean, he's just gross. Um, 
And get rid of the dreads. You know what? Are you, what are you fucking Ed Ferrara in two thousand two? Get rid of the dreads. You look like a slug. Um, there were three matches on the show. The first one was tag team partners uh, together in the ring against each other. Magnum Muscle one on one. Mims was defending the world television title against Dak Draper. Uh, the match ended in a six oh five draw. What happened was Mims got thrown out. It actually did not end very well. Mims got thrown out of the ring by Dak Draper. Then Dak Draper just stood there and stared at the crowd. He didn't try to fight to get Mims out. Mims just got up, stared at him, and let the time run out. And yeah, it was weird. And I got to be honest with you, I don't like the ending because, see, this this isn't one of the booking things that pisses me off about, about Billy. I feel like every time a babyface gets a big moment and wins a title, they immediately try to turn him heel. Happened with Kerry Morton, happened with a lot of guys over the past few years. They win a title, and then suddenly they turn heel. Because, you know, they were kind of alluding to the fact that that Mims kind of didn't want to get back in the ring and fight. But even Danny Deals and Tim Storm said, you know what? I would have done that, too. So I don't know what the situation was. The match itself was fine. I mean, they have good chemistry together. They're both pretty solid wrestlers. So the match itself was fine. But I feel no, like I said that I think Mims would be a heel eventually, but at least but maybe this run would be nice. I mean, I know that's the NWA loved the heel champion. Right. You know, the original NWA, but you can't have everybody be a heel champion, you know? No, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. So I hope that's that's not the case. Um but it was a good match regardless. And nothing happened. He didn't turn heel or anything, but they they were trying. But but it wasn't booked right because because while he was outside the ring, Dak Draper made no effort to try to get out and throw him back in. He just stood there and was, like, waving his hands and doing all this babyface crap with the crowd. And he didn't even, like, try to have push the ref out of the way to go. It was just really lame. It was, I don't know. The, the ending sucked, but the match was good. We have a... Uh, we had an interview with our World Tag Team Champions, Blunt Force Trauma, with, of course, your favorite manager and mine. Aaron Stevens talking about uh, the tag division and uh, we'll see if they're defending the tag titles at the paranoia show coming up in a few weeks. We had a second match and this was a, this was, this one was uh, very interesting. It was mixed tag two real life couples uh, wrestling Camille and Tom Latimer. The, they call them, they say the self-proclaimed first couple of the NWA Joe, they are the first couple of the NWA. Just, just fucking say it. Stop being a, a doofus. Against Brian Idol, the former Mercurio, and Natalia Markova, who apparently are a couple, because Joe said they live like 10 minutes away in Sarasota. So, um, And it was a, a street fight. So they brawled all over the place. And the shocking thing was, not only did Looks That Kill win, but after two almosts in women's world title matches... Natalia Markova finally pinned Camille. Obviously, it was for no belt, but they made a big deal out of that. Remember, she she just missed it at, was it always ready? No. She just missed it at, I think it was the Crockett Cup. Yeah, I think but it was And she just missed it at NWA 75. She just missed it. Of course, the next night, Camille lost the world title to Kenzie Page. So everyone, like you had said to me earlier tonight, we were chatting. You were like, "Wow, I was can't believe she lost." And I'm thinking, "Well, I'm not surprised. She's doing what all superstars do when they're heading out the door of a territory. They're putting over the talent." 
they're they're giving back. So Natalia Markova got the big pin she finally needed against Camille. Camille has law has gotten pinned twice in the last four years. <laughs> Crazy. So, but she's leaving. Tom Latimer's not leaving, but she's leaving. She's going to go to. I personally think, and we'll talk about this, Doctor G, next week when we have our year, when we do your you and I do our year end review discussion. I think she's going to go to Impact. She needs. I think to that go. would be. I think. I think she needs something like that because she needs. She's still not totally polished yet, so I think for her to make it in the two the two big companies, she needs a little little more seasoning. I think. I think the other option, which I think would be a terrible move, is if she, um, if she signs with AEW but then goes to Ring of Honor. That would be a disaster because Ring of Honor is a shit show right now. And we'll talk about that next week. Uh, one of the dumbest things I think happened this year was Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor. He did it. Be, I know he did it because you, again, wanted to, ha ha, I bought Ring of Honor. Everybody likes Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor's cool. And now I own it. So now I'm cool. Ha ha ha. And he's done jack shit with it. He keeps the shows going, but pretty much two thirds of the champions are all AEW guys. Well, so he hasn't, he hasn't run that thing right at all. He so, should have run it as a separate company. He totally should have. He, he should have given it. He should have ran it, had separate people booking and just left it alone. Just been the business half of it. But Tony Khan wants to be Vince, even though he hates Vince. And it's and he's making terrible creative mistakes with it. So that was the other option. But I hope she doesn't do that. I think she's going to get an impact with with uh, Mickey James retiring. And the pop, the probability that Deanna Perrazzo is leaving because it's time for her to to kind of move on. I think Camille would fit very nicely. I think a Camille Jordan Grace feud would be amazing. Those two big jacked up chicks, they'll beat the shit out of each other. I think that'd be great. So I I, I like that idea. So anyway, more on her, more on that. But she did get pinned. Well, so I love after- when you got to get your. I love your daily Tony Khan rants every day, uh, every week. Because I think he's be I think he's he's made some terrible decisions, and it has nothing to do with CM Punk. That that just was bad on all counts. But what has Ring of Honor been? I mean, he's in a bad spot right now. Attendance is in the stinker. Um, you know, morale is. There have been multiple issues of morale backstage being a little fifty fifty. They're not happy. What people don't understand, and guys keep getting injured. That's another problem. Why are all these well, guys the deal. Hurt? He he does he has nice contracts. I think he does offer benefits which WWE I don't think does. There's some things he does good, but again, what people don't realize when you're in this kind of industry and you're in the entertainment business, it don't matter. Some guys just you know, some people could just say, "Ah, hey, you're collecting a check, you know." So no, they want to do more than that. They want to be and he just doesn't have enough TV time for all these guys. Which is funny since he has three shows. It's funny you say that. He's got three shows. He's got two hours on Wednesdays. He's got an hour on Fridays. And he's got two hours on Saturday. So he does have TV time. And he's got ROH. He just, he's got a very short attention span. And he focuses on like 13 people. MJF, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Edge, or, or, you know, Adam, Christian. Like he only, he's only paying attention to like eight people. I mean, those those are not bad people to. No, but he's he's running it to the ground. He's but, he's literally uh, running him into the ground. That's the problem. But any event, we're not here to talk AEW. All we're saying is, I don't think, I don't think Camille's going to go there. I think Camille's going to impact. She's not going to go to WWE. 
Because I, I can't see her floundering in NXT. I just can't see that happening. I think she's going to go to, uh, I think she's going to impact. But anyway, that's what she's doing. She's giving back to all those women that are going to go after Kenzie Page in 2024 for that world women's world title. So the main event was funny because we had two heel teams. We had two heel teams. We had the Southern Six, all three of them. For the first time in a while, we had a six-man. Alex Taylor, Kerry Gordon, Silas May, and uh, Thrill Billy Silas. Count Mount Thrillamanjaro. And Alec, Kyle Davis is a dipshit. Because I agree with I agree with you, and I think your daughter said it. Southern six means they're, they're, they back each other up. They have their six, and they're Southerners. Meanwhile, Kyle Davis goes, there's only three of you, so your title, your, your group makes no fucking, you make, makes no sense. And I'm thinking to myself, Kyle, you're fucking stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> you're just, you're just stupid. Um... They cut a great heel promo, and then out comes the miserably faithful. Gags the gimp, who's now wearing brown leather. I wonder if Matt Rotella didn't like the black leather. He wanted brown leather for his gimps. Uh, Judas, and it's his, he's not Sal the Pal. He is Salvation. He wears, like, a white jacket now. I mean, it's like Mordecai or something. I have no fucking idea. Anyway. And they had a six-man tag. And uh, decent match. It went 9.38. It was pretty good. It was fun. Good back and forth. I, I liked the lighting in, at Robarts. They had, like, the light down. They made it look like an old school. It was one of the first times lately that they went back to the place kind of looking like a old NWA, like, Crockett house show, like, feel. With the ring very light, but everything else very dark. It had that that Crockett feel. Well, yeah, Vince uh, was the one that really brought that light, the whole arena. Yeah. Feel Uh, to it. Yeah. But I feel like Crockett made it look uh, more Southern-y. But anyway, um, Southern Six got the win because they're the better team right now. They're the best group of heels. I would like to see a fourth guy join. I think we need to make them a little bigger. I don't make them too big. We We don't want the fucking NWO. But, but a little bigger wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't mind a slightly bigger, uh. I wouldn't mind a slightly bigger Southern Six. I, I kind of like it the way it is, honestly. I think when so you, the more you. guys you yeah. add to a group, the more watered down it gets. So what you're telling me is shut your fucking face, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the Murph could be uh, their their mascot. We should get him a little Southern Six shirt. What do you think? <laughs> Murph could be in the Southern Six. Um... Remember, the Murph is like a, a legend here on the PTB Wrestling Network. He did some commentary when we did one of our last uh, Stitch uh, commentaries, remember? Yep. He strolled in fucking hammered at the end of, I forgot what it was. I think it was Hard Times 2, I think it was. And uh, the Murph was calling the main event in the background while you were taking a dump or something. I don't know what the fuck is going on. We don't know what goes on when we do our live watches. Who only? Who the hell knows? Um, anyway. Uh, so there's your power. Um from this past week. Three pretty solid matches that all had some decent character development. Uh, Mims is still your TV champion. Camille got pinned. And the Southern Six established themselves as studs still. So I got no problem with that. So this coming uh, Tuesday is there is the NWA is doing a special Christmas episode, which they do. Last year they did like a funky Christmas episode. Everybody was shit-faced. It was part of the whole, uh, what's her name, Velvet. What was it, Velvet... uh, Velvet Sky After Dark or Velvet After Dark or whatever. Velvet, I guess, went to um, 
I'm like, why did Velvet Sky leave the NWA? She kind of helped out an impact, but now she's kind of nowhere. So I don't know if she just decided to leave wrestling or she didn't like, she didn't like, um, uh, yeah, that was, that commentating. Was, yeah. I mean, I don't know. She was getting better at it. Yeah, I agree. I think she was getting better at it. I agree with you. Um, so here's the card, the full card. A couple of matches were added yesterday on the NWA YouTube page for Paranoia, NWA, NWA signature live event. So maybe they're ditching the pay-per-views, Dr. J. Or maybe they're going to do these CW uh, signature live events. And then the show, this, this show will probably be on the, uh, probably be on the uh, CW app, most likely. So it is on January 13th at Revolution Live. The address is 100 Southwest 3rd Avenue in Fort Lauderdale. Serious question, Doctor. If this was 1990, would you go? Why not? Right? Don't you live like, wouldn't you be living like 10 minutes away? Yeah. Where is Southwest 3rd Avenue? did Did you live near Southwest 3rd Avenue? When I first moved to Florida, but now when I, uh, where I grew up now, maybe about 15 minutes away. Oh, that's it? You should, def- you should definitely have gone. You, you should have definitely gone. Your dad would have took you. Your dad would have had a nice Southern Six t-shirt. What do you think? He, oh, he would have been Southern Six fan, no doubt about it. Yeah, totally. Um, speaking of the Southern Six, there will be a tag match that was announced. The team of Kerry Morton and uh, Alex Taylor, so two-thirds of the Southern Six, will take on the team of Knox and Murdoch. That should be a fun little meat slapper there. So that was just announced. Uh, the other match that was just announced for uh, Paranoia, Blake Troop, former half-member of the Savages. He and, of course, Chris Silvio is his manager, taking on Joe Alonzo. So two heels wrestling each other. Why? I don't know, but it's two heels. Blake Troop and Joe Alonzo will be wrestling at Paranoia. Other matches, Magic Jake Dumas taking on Alex Misery. I don't know who he is. He must be one of those Southern, he must be one of those local Florida guys. But anyway, he's wrestling Magic Jake Dumas, who still, Magic Jake Dumas. still walks around with a, with a cigarette in his mouth, which I think is fucking great. Uh, other matches on the card, the United States Tag Team titles are on the line. Your champions, the Immortals. Kratos and Odinson taking on the slime balls. Those two like fucking what <laughs> smart ass weirdos. Um, okay. I'm sure the immortals are going to win. Did you know though, Dr. G that uh, Kratos is not under contract with the NWA. He's got a handshake thing going on. And that's, that's one of Billy's problems. Two thirds of these guys have handshake deals. So. It, well, you know what? Let's see what happens in 2024. Um, we thought things were going to be a little bit, I'm not saying that things are looking bleak, but I, I thought with, that they were truly going to have a true TV deal. So mm. it's going to be interesting to see what direction, see if like that rumor of him cutting costs and stuff is going to happen. Right. I agree. We'll have to check that out. We'll have to see. Um, so that match will be happening at Paranoia, the Immortals defending the United States tag team titles against the Slime Balls. Uh, also at Paranoia, Miserably Faithful, the t- team of... Gags the Gimp and Salvation taking on the kids. Two fucking kids. They literally look like they're like 16 years old. 
And they ran in in the main event of the match uh, last week on Power. So they must be Florida kid, Florida talent, too. The kids against the miserably faithful team of Gags the Kemp and Salvation. The national heavyweight title is on the line. So the other member of the Southern Six, Mount Thrillamanjaro, throw Billy Silas, defending against Burchill. Yes, the former pirate in WWE. <laughs> Remember when he was a pirate? Yep, I do. Then he had his sister, Katie Lee. So Burchill is getting a shot at Silas Mason. Thrillamanjaro Silas's national heavyweight title at Paranoia. And that is uh, that is the card at the moment. Oh, wait, no, we have more. Sorry, more cards. Yep. Tom Latimer, more matches. Tom Latimer taking on Brian Idol in an FTL versus FTW match. Um, of course, the two mixed tags, they wrestled each other this past Tuesday. The two guys will be wrestling each other at Paranoia, Tom Latimer and Brian Idol, the former Mercurio. Uh, Talos and Daisy Kill will be taking on the new Spectaculars 2.0. <laughs> uh, 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 Alex Freeman, Rush Freeman, and uh, that new guy. I forgot his name. Did they even say his name? The guy with the headgear looks weird. But anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Talos and Daisy Kill will be taking on the new Spectaculars 2.0 uh, at Paranoia. Um... Let's see. Is that the full card? I believe that is the full card. And the main event. Oh, yes. One more match. The main event. Uh, EC3 will be defending the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship against Matt Cardona in a match to the death. I think it's called. Something like okay. that. They're calling it the they're not, they're just calling it a death match, aren't they? Or are they? Yeah, but he said it? I don't want a death. Yeah, but see today EC3 cut a promo that said I don't want just a death match. I want the match to the death or something dramatic or something like that. But anyway, EC3 is defending the world title against Matt Cardona in a death match. Colby Carino will be defending the uh, NWA Junior Heavyweight Title against somebody. An opponent has not been decided yet. Pretty empowered. Our women's tag team champions, um, Kylie Page and Ella Envy, will be defending the women's tag team titles against uh, somebody. Um, so there will be some more title matches announced in the coming. Uh, Tiffany Nieves will be there. Um, Max the Impaler will be there. Blunt Force Trauma will be there. So... It looks like, Doctor, that they're going to load that card up. Mecha Wolf will be there. Yeah, pretty much their, oh, most of their roster. Yeah, so it looks like pretty much the only one that I have not seen in terms of belts, uh, Ruthie J will be there. I have not seen whether, and I, she probably will, but I haven't seen if Kenzie Page is going to defend the women's world title. She probably will. So it looks like it's going to be a pretty loaded uh, card. Pretty exciting for that. That'll be taped. Once again, it'll be taped on Saturday night, January 13th. In Fort Lauderdale, it will not be live, so it will not it will not uh, go up against uh, TNA's Hard to Kill show that night in Vegas. Uh, it's going to be taped, and it'll be on the uh, it'll be on the CW app most likely. And then the next day, they're doing um, they're doing uh, power tapings in uh, Tampa. 
So. So he's definitely working out these Florida deals, Doctor uh, Billy. Uh, the Florida crowd seemed to be pretty good. I have to say. Yeah, I agree. The Robarts, uh, the Robarts crowd has been pretty hot. So, uh, you know, maybe he's he's taking advantage of it, and then eventually, I'm sure he'll go back to Nashville, and then we'll probably have another. Uh, we'll probably have another. Uh, um, taping maybe in February, probably or even early March. We'll see. Obviously, they have to eventually get to uh, uh, the Crockett Cup. I'm sure they'll still do that as a pay-per-view. And then, of course, we look ahead to the summer for NWA 76. I'm I'm interested to see what's in store for 2024 for the NWA. I am as well. 2023 had its ups and downs. We had downs till August. And then uh, we finally, the reign of terror ended when EC3 beat uh, Tyrus. We had a high for about a month, and then some news got a little snaky. And I feel like they're kind of on the rebound. Listen, EC3 is not the perfect answer. He's a better answer than Tyrus. But um, I think he's been fine. He does a good uh, job. I don't, I don't have a problem with EC3. I, mean, uh, I don't either. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the only thing about him is his establishing, like, sometimes I can't tell if he's a heel or if he's a baby face or just kind of establishing what path he's going to take. But, you know, um, once he does that, I, and I noticed that Billy does not take belts off of people very quick. So I don't think, I don't see uh, Cardona winning this one. What do you see, Terry? Um, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, no, I don't think he's really I think things have happened. Though. Stranger things I, have happened yet with yeah. Billy, I think know. eventually, I think eventually, I think what I think Matt Cardona is trying to do is wait it out until WWE decides they need him. Obviously, his wife Chelsea Green is flourishing in the in WWE right now. Uh, she was one half. I heard he don't want to use the Zach, uh, the uh, was it Zach Ryder name anymore. Um, he wants to go if he's going to go back to WWE. He wants to be Matt Cardona. Hmm. Maybe that's why he's not. Well, again, th- things are different now. The last time he was in WWE, Vince was in charge, and Vince doesn't like real names. Uh, I think things are very different now, and I'm sure Triple H could care less about the name Zack Ryder. So you never know. You never know. But I think well, he's going to play out. That, that's what he's known by now. I know, I know in WWE he was, but, you know, again, let's not be st- – Triple H is not stupid. People, he knows that the wrestling, the wrestling community is smart. They know who these people are because of the internet. It's not like nobody's going to not know who Matt Cardona is. Matter of fact, they may Sorry, forget who Zack Ryder was, to be honest. So I think Precise. they'll be okay. Yeah, I think it'll be okay too. Um, so. But I think he'll get lost in WWE. I have to be honest with you. I think he's made a nice career out of the way he's done. Some people, you know, do pretty well, like like what he's doing. He's got to uh, work his butt off because he's he's got to work a lot of dates. But he may like that freedom of not having to be told what to do all the time, you know. 
Well, and obviously his, you know, his wife's not hurting. His wife's obviously making the bread. So, um, she's high profile. Her and uh, Piper Niven were the women's tag team champions for quite a while until they just lost this a couple weeks ago. Was it this past Monday? It was this past Monday they lost. Um, so, maybe he's in no rush. And that's fine. Maybe he likes the freedom of bouncing around being uh, Indy King or King Indy or King of the Death Match or whatever the fuck his name is, whatever his nickname is. So, we'll see. It's a lot of names that'll be bounced around in wrestling throughout 2024. That's for sure. Um, we'll just have to wait and see how, uh, you know, how things play out, you know. Uh, but uh, Paranoia is going to be a fun show. And like I said, it'll probably, it'll probably be, uh, um, it'll probably be uh, um, broadcast on the app on the uh, CW app. Um, I don't know if it'll be cut up for the YouTube. I think it'll be, I don't think it'll be strictly on the CW app. If they want to use the CW app and they want it to be something, um, then you can't put it on YouTube. People are have to search for it on the CW app. You yeah. can't put it on YouTube. You know, if you're going to make, if you're going to make the CW deal viable, you've got to make it, so that people go there. So this paranoia show, you can't like this match was at paranoia and then air it like two months later on YouTube. You can't do that. It's gotta be on, it's gotta be on the CW app and only on the CW app. Cause you want people to migrate to it. You know, No, exactly. that's, my, that's my opinion. So that's, that's about it. How much more to say on this Christmas Eve episode of the PTB weekend special. Uh, you can follow the doctor and I on Twitter, but please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. We do polls, we do everything. Uh, later this week, I think we're going to record on Tuesday. Um, yeah, I have to take a look at that. Uh, we will be uh, uh, Greg Diener and I will be uh, recording uh, the Christmas, or I should say, the December episode of Wrestle Tracks. We are going to be watching Super Clash. Three, that infamously atrocious show from from uh, Chicago in December of 1988, Jerry Lawler and Kerry Von Erich in the merge in the uh, combo, you know, the merging match where Kerry. I, think was, it, I I'm I'm glad that that one because it's it's a different show that you normally wouldn't do, and I think that's what people wanted something different. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for those that don't, for those that didn't vote, you get we we do a poll every month. Greg and I don't like picking. We want you, the listeners, to pick because you'll ultimately be the ones listening to the show. So coming up, uh, we'll probably drop it on um, probably either April 7th or the 4th, some Monday in either the 8th or the 15th of January. We will drop a, another poll for January. And we'll obviously we'll probably put I think we him and I already discussed we're probably going to put three, uh, obviously, Royal Rumble pay-per-views up. I probably one from the 90s, one from the 2000s and one from the 2010s. We don't know which ones yet, but. And then we'll do that for January. So, but this month for Wrestle Tracks, we'll be doing Super Clash Three from uh, uh, from January of uh, uh, from December of '88. This past week, uh, we had a great week. We had a new episode. We had a we had a great mailbag episode of Through the Looking Glass. Myself and Dave Hall. We read your scenarios. Most of them involved either the invasion or Triple H. It was very interesting. We did have a good one though about. Um, we did have a good one about. Uh, um, 
about uh, Butch Reed as Intercontinental, if Butch Reed had won the Intercontinental title in 1987. That was a pretty good question. And we still have some in the hopper, so we'll probably do a future mailbag episode maybe in June or July. Um, and uh, maybe we'll ask you again for some more questions. So thank you for your support for that. A uh, new episode of Nation Invasion dropped this week. Uh, so we had a lot of good stuff as we head into 2024. I want to thank Luke Jennings. He always brings the goods. There was a new episode that dropped yesterday of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Tomorrow, Christmas Day, will be the newest episode of the Monday Night Project. And later today, if you're listening to this on Sunday, Christmas Eve, later today at 6 o'clock Eastern Time will be the 13th annual Holy crap, the 13th annual PTB Christmas special. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. I think it's 13. Yeah, it makes sense it's 13. Um, it was a fun one. It was a fun one. I think everybody it was one of the – I enjoy them every year, but I enjoy this one particularly. particularly. So uh, so check it out. It dropped – I mean, you can listen to it any time, but it will drop later. If you're listening to this on Christmas Eve, Sunday, it will drop later today at 6 o'clock. Uh, feel free to listen to it whenever you'd like. It'll it'll be there. Um, uh, but we'll have a fresh, we'll have a great week. And then for you main event fans, which I hope all of you are, because I appreciate it, uh, the next episode will drop on Friday, January 5th. We will be recording uh, the year in review of professional wrestling in 2023. We'll do a little prelude to it next week here on the on the weekend special. Um uh, but you and not for you and I, but uh, maybe we'll bring the rest of the crew in later that week. So I'm looking much forward to 2024 for, for here on the place to be wrestling network. I want to thank you all for your support. I'll get more into the thank yous next next week. So, uh, doctor, anything else? I think that's it. I just want to say Merry Christmas. Uh, you know, uh, I, I obviously I'll talk to you before the uh, we'll talk before the new year, but uh, but a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy the weekend and hopefully this uh while you're finishing up your uh, Christmas shopping, you're uh, listening to us. And, yes. um, you know, thanks. For, th- I, I want to thank everyone for our, the support over the years. I can't believe we've been doing this since the end of 2019. It's amazing how fast time has gone. We've changed this. We've changed the name of the show twice. <laughs> yes, we have. When we first started it. It was just it was just the NWA power recap. That's all we called. And then we actually didn't change the name of the show until the pandemic started. It wasn't until, I think, April of 2020 that we've actually we first called it the uh, NWA Saturday Special, and now, of course, we've expanded our discussions here on the show. So that's why we changed it to the PTB Weekend Special because we talk about more than just the NWA here on our show. Um, but yes, thank you again. So have a Merry Christmas if you observe, uh, or Happy Hanukkah. I don't know if Hanukkah is still going on. I think it is. No, I um, think it's done. It's it's over. Is it? Oh, okay. Well, I hope all of our Jewish listeners had a very nice Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. I don't know when that is. Um, 26th. Oh, so it starts, uh, Tuesday. So there we go. Um, and, uh, enjoy your meal. Enjoy watching a Christmas story or the sequel or any other Christmas shows. Rudolph, Frosty, Santa Claus is coming to town. Home Alone, Die Hard, Gremlins. (laughs) Um, anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a great week. Dr. G and I will talk to you next Sunday, New Year's Eve for the final episode of 2023. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Merry Christmas. Ciao. Hoo, hoo, hoo.